All right, guys. So uh, welcome back to Crisis Talk. It feels like we've we've not done these episodes in a while, even though the episodes have been coming out consistently. We had a bit of a break, but we're back. We've got a great topic for you today, guys. But before we get into it, make sure you have subscribed or followed or just joined the Crisis Talkers gang. And, you know, subscribe to the show and them things there. But today, we're going to be touching on a very important issue. And it's around this idea of the black community picks and chooses who's black, who's mixed race. So there's a bit of colorism, a bit of reverse colorism. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna dig into it. But uh you already know guys, it's Will see Andrew the outrageous one. What's good people? She got Lisa. And yeah, it's Pulumi and like always, I am excited <laughs> to be here. Anyway, today we have a guest, my our friend. His name is his influencer, Denton's there. Um and yeah, his name is Tabessa. So introduce yourself. Hello everybody, my name is Bessar, and I'm from London. <laughs> but, but, but big up your ends. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> you're from Lo- Say that again. Where are you from, Tabessa? Okay, you're from London. Okay. okay. I feel like I'm missing an inside joke and I don't like it. Because he's, he's, he's from up the world, like he's from like the, the, up the M6, if, that, if that's <laughs> the thing. London, but you know, there we go. He's from, he's a scouser. He's from Liverpool. Now, now that we've got uh, Tribessa's uh, demographic identity sort of that, let's, <laughs> let's, let's get into this topic. Let's right, get so, into uh, do you guys agree with that statement firstly? Does the black community pick and choose who's black and who's mixed race when it convenes them? I can't lie. I feel like the way that you phrased the sentence makes it hard to disagree. Like, I don't... Yeah, it's a very loaded situation. <laughs> yeah, like, the way you just phrased it, like, first of all, now I'm like, hmm, realistically, I do feel like the black community picks and chooses, I will not lie. However, I feel like there's deeper reasons as to why we're very selective um, as a like as a community to say, I don't know, who we join forces with is like, I don't know, fighting the fight and fighting the good fight. So yeah, I do feel like we pick and choose, but for, for most, there's like a, a deep explanation as to why that tends to happen. Yeah, um, I think... As always, like, I think there's another issue of when it comes to representation and media, specifically when we look at, like, you know, um, shows that we watch when we were younger, like, you never really saw um, darker skinned women, for example, but you you can, you are more, you're more likely to see darker, darker, darker men um, in, 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 in representation um, in, in certain, in shows. Um, which leads to the representation, and I feel like that what ha- what what that shows is the 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 fact that um, we as a black um, you know content creators, whatever you want to call whatever you want to call it, there's a there's a certain there's a certain way you have to cater to the larger market of like people of the white market, quote unquote. So therefore, when it comes to women specifically, you see lighter skinned women, for example, more than you would see darker skinned women. Therefore, um within the which causes problems within the black community as to why as to why people say, oh, um, why don't we see what more women that are darker skinned, for example, than we see lighter skinned lighter skinned women. 
Um, so I feel like that plays a, it, that plays into it as well because of the wider um, wider representation that 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 we have to we have to show if that makes sense. Chabessa, um, what what are your initial thoughts? This is more so a UK problem. First of all, a lot of black slash mixed people in the US, they all identify as African American. It's very rare you'll meet somebody from the US and you ask them, oh, what are you? They won't say mixed race. They will say I'm African American. They'll say I'm black. It's not until you ask, oh, where are your parents from? They'll explain their why. I feel like it's a you it's a British thing to say to to separate mixed and being um black. Because I feel like there's two arguments. I feel like there's the not versus, but there's the colorist issue, like Lisa was saying, like the light skin and the dark skin battle, and then there's the black and mixed battle. I feel like in the US it's more of a light skin, dark skin battle. And I feel like in the UK it's both. You know, I feel like a lot of black people in America, whether they're white, mixed with white and black or just black, they identify as black and African-American. I feel like it's a British thing to identify as mixed race or black. And again, I feel like it's very selective. I feel like people... Like, I'm not going to come for anybody. I'm not going to come for anybody on this. But, I mean... A lot of outside other people I know. A lot of the ones who don't like to say they're mixed. How they put this without silent controversial? <laughs> it's my opinion. It's from what I've observed. As OG was saying, my observation. A lot of people that a lot of black people that like to say mixed people are black, or a lot of black people that like to treat lighter skinned people different. If you ask them, do they have white friends? They say no. And so I don't know if they're stating mixed is different to black because that's how they scientifically feel. Or if it's like what Lisa said, it's because it's a deeper reason. Why do you not? Because then you have to go into conversation as to what is mixed because mixed isn't just 50% black. 50, well, in our community, it's not 50% black, 50% white. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It can also be one of my best friends from home. She's 25% black. 75% white, I'm 25% white, 75% black, Lily's 50% black, 50% white, all three are mixed, but then you've got to, mm. like the title, like, I, I want to know about you, Trevesta, because obviously you're mixed race yourself, all of us here, you know, we're black, black, right? Um, <laughs> black, black. <laughs> <laughs> what what what's the, what's your experiences interacting with other black people been like? Do you ever find yourself, I don't know, be, being the priv- the benefactor of some sort of colorism, or do you ever find yourself having to over black yourself to fit in or anything like that? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a right. There's three things. I'm glad you asked that question because it's three things. The first thing is I'm never near light skin and I don't look mixed. I'm happily black pattern. However, since my mum is a mixed race, light skin, olive turned woman, there are privileges I've received as a kid because my mum had light skin privileges. So I'm aware that, for example, I've used this example before, as we all know, it's very hard for dark skin people to get a job, racism, all of that. If my mum was to go for a job and she was competing with a darker skinned woman, my mum may receive that job uh, with a higher chance because of her skin complexion. 
So now her privileges become mine because I get a better life than the, you see what I mean? Than I see, the I doctor woman who, who now isn't able to provide for her family. So I'm aware that even though I don't look mixed race or lighter skin, I'm aware that because my mom looks it, her privileges become my privileges. The second thing is I did feel like as dark and beautiful as I am, um, I felt like coming to uni, I definitely had to black myself, especially since being from the film, people like, oh, it's a white city, a white city. <laughs> Even though we were capital culture before everyone was sitting in the UK, but that's from another day. Um, <laughs> I feel like I definitely had to black myself because people say, oh, your accent, oh, you show real white people. But that was because I lived in Bailey. Um, thirdly, I feel so, like- I'm curious, what kind of things is black? Like, what is it? Are you maybe whining extra hard at the motive or what, what are you doing to black? Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay, blackening myself would be, we're just gonna use this. I'm just gonna say blackening with the coin box. Um, blackening myself would be my black friends, not necessarily like the people I show up day to day, but like all the people I start to get to know through CS, they'd be like, they would find it weird that I love to go to the pub or I love to go to the park or if I had to black myself, it would just be like, I would turn up in like, you know, a polo and jeans sometimes, or I would go to the Caucasian clubs and people like, oh, you know, X, Y, Z. I feel like even the slang I use, a lot <laughs> of black people don't use um, other slang, we use different slang, you know what I mean? So like, mm -hmm. I have to change, especially because people don't know where it is. And even my accent, I have to dilute it a lot because the first thing I get is, oh, your accent's so white. And when people say that, it's like, should I put my hands on you and go to jail before this degree? Or should I not be offended because what's wrong with having a white or quote white accent? Even though we're all living in a dominant white British country, which doesn't make sense. But I feel like blacking myself is um, not having to, not having to demonstrate the behaviors and characteristics I had growing up in order for people to not call me a coconut X, Y, Z. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but then I think, I th because the, what's so interesting, because you mentioned like a part about like, you know, how it's so different in the, in America and like the UK, like somebody in America would, like people in America that are mixed race would, would call themselves like black. And I'm talking specifically for people that are mixed with black and white. So they would say that they are black. And I think why 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 it's why it's brought up in the UK is because I think we are just more of a people like if you are mixed race, you are mixed race, you are, you are black and white, you are black and Asian, you are black and whatever, or you are um Asian and um white. Like I think it's the it's about accepting both, like and 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 coming forth and being and being forthcoming with the fact that you're both that's what needs to be a thing so that people people know um because like when i because like 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 um like um um Bessa said if you if you um if i because if i saw um when i saw um Bessa, i wasn't i wasn't thinking that he was i didn't i didn't think that he was mixed race i just thought he was um he was just black um, because he's black passing but if I for example if I saw somebody that was um white passing that was mixed race I'll be like okay yeah you're I I guess you're like you're mixed race I would I would I would see that um and and that's 
is that is that because of you know it's just surface level and it's just like what you see yes but then now that i know that um his mixed race i'm like oh, okay yeah then you're mixed race you are you are you are you are both you have both cultures you're you that's what you've gone up to and that's what you that's what you become accustomed to then it then it and then it makes me have more understanding about the people i'm around and the, and the things that i i see because you can't just be making assumptions which is a, which is a thing but i think like in the uk why people say um um why it's why it's a topic matter is because like if you if you are mixed race then say that you're mixed race don't just like be um claiming one side and um, for example like people in america do and then and then in a way dismiss another part of your identity because it's still because black white asian whatever you're mixed with that's still all part of your identity yeah that's true um <clears throat> I kind of want us to, to, to take this a level deeper and look at maybe some of the societal causes for this kind of thing. Um, and I feel like this, like, with it, this inter-Black community, I don't think prejudice is the right word, but obviously there's some sort of conflicts here between the lighter shaded people. And I feel like it, it, it might, this is just a theory, in my opinion. You know, but I recently been listening to Dr. Umar Johnson for some reason, not that I even agree with the guy. But obviously he says some mad things about all this Pan-Africanism and you should only date black women and all these kind of things, right? And I feel like a part of it might come from, you know, maybe, a, you know, a dark skin, a black person looks at a mixed race child and goes, hmm, a black person, like, quote unquote, betray that race to go make a child with a white person or go make a child with an Arab person. And then now there's that kind of, you know, because some of these guys, they take it too far. I don't know. Personally, I think Dr. Imanov should take it too far. But I, I, I think that might be a cause of that. I don't know if any of you guys agree or disagree. But then also, yeah, I, I think that, like, the, the thing of, like, saying, <laughs> oh, okay, as a Black person, you should only be with, like, you should, you, you like, you you marrying outside of your race is between your race. I don't, under, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand that. You love itself and, like, whoever you want to love, like, that's, that's on you. Whoever you have, so happen to fall in love with, like, that doesn't mean you're betraying a race or whatever. Um, um, and you know, then it goes into different things of that like being pro-black and stuff like that. But that's a that's a that's a that's a that's a that is a that is also an active an active choice of you saying, okay, if I'm going to be pro-black, then I'm actively choosing that. Okay, I'm not going to um, date someone outside my race. That's a different that's a different thing. But if you don't claim to be, if you're not claiming to be pro-black, then let people date whoever they wanna whoever they wanna date. And then I also think in terms of like this lighter shade, I also think media plays a, a, a plays a huge role in things and just because in late june 2020 um i mean amid the public um, black clash um l'oreal announced that they would remove the words white fairness um and light from all their skin products and um, this is in particular from their garnier product line um which has um thus for widely marketed as a range for whitening products in South Asia, in South Asian countries. Now that was specifically um, L'Oreal, and that was like a, specifically for South Asian countries. But what that what that says to me is that the way in which brands market or present present certain products to people for people of color or like just a wider wider society, it there is a there is undertones of colorism of even featureism that is in them. Therefore, making these um making these um stereotypes, making these um making things 
that are that are not meant to be acceptable acceptable within society. So then people can now think that they can that oh light um, people that are light skinned are not like black or whatever when that's just not the case. So I think it's the it's the wider it's the wider um, media that plays a role in in the presentation of how they market things. I think you know what where I wanted to because Bessa mentioned a lot of things at the start that had me like really thinking further in terms of when you guys when you see Bessa Bessa is very much black in passing so even me sat here and like hearing that okay you know um you're 25 percent um white was like oh that's interesting like I never would have guessed but I think what was really interesting in terms of how you then adapted your blackness in order to fit in black spaces is where this issue of black pe- black the black community basically picking and choosing who we select and who we choose to be black or not one because it's used as a weapon blackness is used as a weapon either for or against solidarity amongst black people yeah. and when i say this i mean black people want pure black people to fight the black fight anyone else that is outside of blackness doesn't understand the fight doesn't understand i guess racism doesn't understand day-to-day um stereotypes and microaggressions and whatnot therefore they can't be a part of us because they don't know how it feels which is completely incorrect as black people to assume that oh because you're mixed race or you're you're black but you're not blacking passing that you don't understand how it feels to be isolated or to feel like you have to change your your character or your your personality which then introduced something further called a like a racial complex best or not to say that oh you you, like you're suffering from racial complexity but some people made them be put in a position where they feel like they have to act a certain way behave a certain way this is when i say people i mean those that are black but not black in passing if that makes sense um i.e make sure these people feel like they have to act a certain way when they're when they are around their black peers to confirm their blackness and that's where the pro- that's where the problem is not everyone needs to act a certain way and we, we've put this narrative upon ourselves as black people as well like oh in order for you to be black, you have to listen to this type of genre of music. You have to dress this type of way. You have to be in these kind of spaces. We've enforced that separation amongst ourselves, which I think is very much problematic. Then when we come to the point of picking and choosing who we choose to be black, we now do this thing where (laughs) we want to celebrate people that claim that they're black but also claim that they're trying to do something for the black community. I.e. when we go back to the tweet that kind of kicked off this conversation, Barack Obama, he's not a hundred percent black as, as, as some may say, but yet he was, he was a black man that was fighting the black fight. Therefore it was like, Oh yeah, we'll take him on. Then you have someone like, let's say for example, um, Kamala Harris, where there was a lot of debate around, oh, is she black? Should we claim her as black? But then now that we find out that, oh yeah, she's trying to fight the black fight, we want to claim her as well. <laughs> do, you, do you see where I'm going with in terms of like selectiveness, but only for the purposes of solidarity and fighting the fight? Um, but yeah, that's what I found, I, I think is really interesting. But then also, where the complexity of that comes from is obviously white su- like um, supremacy, white supremacy yeah, yeah. 
obviously brought brought about colorism or shadism which therefore brings about the issues amongst black people where we pick and choose who we think is black or not um well yeah because it, it sounds like it's a bit of a of a defense mechanism you know because yeah. mixed ra- mixed racism that's not a word but you know, <laughs> the concept of mixed race i feel like I, you know i've heard lots of theories it starts from a you know slave owners raping the slaves and then you know, the, the women were, bought, were giving birth to black and white children. And obviously, even though it's still a slave, it's still the child of the slave owner. So that little child, you know, might get more favorable jobs on the on the plantation and whatnot. Yeah. So then that kind of causes resentment with the darker ones. So like, oh, okay, he's already getting all these kind of benefits, privileges. Yeah. And then we, you kind of, you know, segregate within ourselves. It's kind of like, oh, okay. You know, the master's child, you go and, you, and and have fun on that side whilst we out here do the actual work and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it just gets, because, but in a modern day, it's, it's, it's quite an interesting situation because now we have, like a decade ago, maybe 15 years ago, it was so one-sided. Light skin's pink, dark skin's ugly, dark skin's mm-hmm. black. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like there's a bit more of a you know, e- equalization that's happening. You know, we've got guys like Idris Elba, you got your Denzel Washingtons, you got your Victoria, her name's not Victoria. And Elise Keaton, what's her name in real life? Um, um Viola Davis. That's it. <laughs> then I go with Victoria. You know, and like dark skin's like beautiful like again. I feel like dark skin men have always wait, am I loud enough? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I feel like Dark skin men have always been sexualized because, like you were saying, like take it back to slave days, these white female slave owners were having sex on the side with their dark skin slave owners. Dark skin men have always been sexualized, but dark skin women way. Exactly. Yeah, and this is why I was saying before in a previous episode that the, the, the men that decide to go and have children or, or go and be with white women, you need to be careful but and not go for certain racist white women and have children with them and then that white woman is now racist to the child that you have because I, these things happen. So then yeah. If yeah. I just if I just interject there, it's not that dark skinned women weren't sexualized. Dark skinned women were one well, one of the three, either overly sexualized, fetishized, or mm-hmm. ridiculed. It was one it was one of the three. Very rarely would you find, I guess, all, the essence of over sexualization. It was most likely fetishism or um or what's it called, like ridiculing, i.e. all oh, women with big bums and that was like seen as like a massive taboo and something to laugh about. Whereas now it's turned into something that is fetishized. People love a woman with a big nyash, do you understand? However, when it's on a dark skinned woman, because it's inherited, because it's normal for a dark skinned woman to have plump, plumps assets, it's not seen as beautiful. It's seen as, oh, well, that's that's just natural, isn't it? That's just, you know, it's more abnormal and more of a conversation for a, a dark-skinned woman not to have bunda. Do you get what I'm saying? However, on a white woman or a light-skinned woman, if they've got bunda, then it's like, whoa, like, you're pen, you're beautiful, you're re-te-te-te-te. Coming okay. on to what, what my point with that was, in terms of generation, it's so... It, Obviously, the, the focal point of it was white white supremacy. However, within the black community, we have somewhat assimilated 
that white supremacy amongst ourselves. Do you understand? Because on a day-to-day basis, through generations, white people have turned dark-skinned women against light, well, dark-skinned people against um, lighter-skinned people in terms of how they're criminalized, how they're viewed within the public, how they get jobs, you know, like people that are more lighter in complexion are most likely to get employed and regardless of their their status of being black or not than a dark-skinned person, all of these type of things. So the only time where I feel like dark-skinned people feel like they have authority over how they're treated and vice versa is amongst relationships, marriage, friendships, that kind of thing. Do, do, do Do you get my drift with that? So... In that sense, now, when we look at relationships and we look at how even dark-skinned men treat dark-skinned women, it's unlikely, I feel like this is very new for, you know, more black-on-black love, I guess. (laughs) Like, 100% black, 100% black-on-love. Whereas black men were most likely to date a a woman that was lighter in complexion and retter So us as black, as darker-skinned women, have our own sort of, complexity and how we view ourselves and how we see our lighter skinned counterparts because we see that you know our black men love our black men or people love off them more and red ta-ta-ta-ta. so you have to deal with that as well as dealing with the fact that in society in a job in when i'm doing my shopping when i'm doing my groceries if i come into an altercation with a police officer they're gonna get more preferable treatment than i am does that make sense so there's a lot of trauma that is not healed and trauma that has descended upon us through generations through centuries if that makes sense um and obviously sorry go on sorry what were you saying i have a question about that Mm. because you made a very good point i've never thought of before it is a trauma to see for like dark women for example to see mixed race um lighter shade women getting the you know like like you said a lot of dark-skinned women like they kind of feel like oh yeah like dark-skinned men only go for light or mixed race women mm. and that can build like a trauma and that can build like a resentment for mixed race and lighter skinned women but what what about the other way around because for example like my mom has only ever been attracted to and preferred african dark it was the eye roll <laughs> that got me trash um <laughs> the, she's only been attracted to wanted and like african men not even british african men african you know like they came in 10 years ago african men mm. not caribbean men not mixed race people not white women white men black african men all of her baby dads were african men and my mom is an olive turned mixed race woman so even though for, let's say, for example, a darker-skinned lady may think, oh, I'm going to resent my mum because um, the dark-skinned men go for women like her. But is she not... She, if she's only loving and creating darker children by going with black men, is she... Is there a reason to have hatred because she's actually being the quote-unquote pro-black that our black people want, supporting mm-hmm. black growth? black children she's not out here slandering dark skin she's mm. loving dark skin and she's having mixed race children yet we may not be 100% black but we're doing exactly like what you said Lisa the black community want for people like 
Barack Obama really support of black people. So mm. if these lighter skinned people are going for darker men, should they be resented because the dark skinned men are going for them back? Because my in reality, they're just yeah, like my my personal to answer that question from my perspective 100% not like what you want to breed more black people breed more black people like we need we need more of the resistance you get what I'm saying and also from the way that you're describing it you're not you're not painting your mother as a woman that just fetishizes over black people like at the end of the day like it's already been mentioned you can have your preferences like even if a mom turned around and said you know what I, I, I even like white geezers like then it's like all right cool like sure but where the pinnacle point of it is the mention of slander. Your, your mom's not slandering black men and then going for black men. Your mom's not, nor she's slandering, I'm guessing she's not slandering white men. It's just, she doesn't have a preference for white men. Do you get what I'm saying? That's where the difference is. And, and then, on, sorry. And then on yeah, top of that, yeah. also to be a bit controversial, light skinned women or women that are lighter in complexion don't necessarily have as they have more liberty and more freedom i guess to date who they want to date because of the perception that's put in their minds of well you're a bit of black you're a bit of white like you know if you like black people it makes sense if you like white people it makes sense like if you like others it makes sense (laughs) do you get what i mean like you're allowed you're allowed to do whatever you want because you're kind of dipped into each bit of sauce does that make sense whereas on the other hand for a black woman it's a lot harder and before people start coming from my throats let me land my point (laughs) for a black woman 100% black it's a lot harder and there's a lot more thought process that goes into a black woman saying that they want to date a a white person not that it's wrong that they want to date a white person because it all comes down to preference but there's still a lot more that you have to consider and think about for example myself I would, wouldn't mind dating a white person, but it, it's more complicated for me to date a white person than it would be for me to pursue a black person. Do you get what yeah. I'm saying? What's because the complication? Just the, com- the complication is bloody hell. I need to figure out if you're a racist. I need to figure yeah. out if your family's racist. Yeah, no, I, need I to, think that's so true. That's I, so need true. To, I need to bring you into my culture as well as learning about your whatever culture. your culture is. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I need to see that you're accepting to who i am my family my dynamics and my struggle as but well then, as uh, I get look, what because, because i think what's what you that's a great point i mentioned um, Lisa, because i feel like what it, it shows the it shows the difference in which i guess um um men and women approach um certain relationships in mm. in terms of being black so like I, that's why i said before black men specifically need to be need to be cautious and careful on the people that if they even want to date outside your way if you want to date a white you have to be careful you have children with because these people you don't know whether their family's racist you don't know whether that person's racist yeah they might be attracted to you and, and like you as a black person but you don't know whether they're racist to other black people or they were racist to other black people you mm. cannot just be like marrying marrying someone isn't just something you do willy-nilly you don't you just just marry any tom dick and harry you marry the right person that is that that is that is going to be conducive to the things that you agree with align with your values so that you can build so that you can so that you can build with your family together so that like you don't get instances of people being racist within the family itself so you do have to be careful in the way in which you pick whoever you want to marry and i think to the point of um 
to the point of how um people you know um picking and uh, picking and whatnot i think that it's it, it's the way in which society is society in general have accepted quote-unquote lighter women quote-unquote than than they have accepted um darker skinned women so therefore you have that you have that you have that um you have that um that distance which creates that distance between um darker skinned women and lighter skinned women and you and then when men to add insult to injury men are now trying to say that oh, okay yeah i prefer i quote unquote i quote unquote prefer um lighter women or like i quote unquote prefer white women therefore it it, it brings that distance but the but the originator of it was society was um how people how society has as has as accepted yes. these things and how media has also played a role in that yeah i think so, it's important to if you are dating outside your race it's important to and the reason why i'm gonna say this is my family probably won't but if they listen to this they're not gonna like this was the truth <laughs> no matter the shade you are or how much you're mixed with when you're mixed race and i'm sure lily can speak on here behalf and all the people i know when you're mixed race and you have i actually go with just like family so my mom didn't know her black side and i never met my black side so i knew my mom's white side that's it like my surname is nolan pure irish name you know what i mean so i go with my white family and whether they hear this and don't like it or not it's the truth mixed race people always grow up with at least one racist white family member and i've definitely seen heard and experienced racism in my own family and mm. um, i think that's another reason why like you said this like for yourself and like my mom they you people prefer to date black people because you know that at least the racism probably isn't going to be anywhere like dating a white person but the other thing <laughs> i also want to state is I feel like when I defend quote unquote mixed race people or light skin people, my black counterparts are like, oh, you're a colorist. No, when I'm around white people, I would not let them disrespect any kind of person mixed with black or full black. Right. So that's my when I'm in the white community. But now when I'm in the black community, I have to, I feel like the reason for me growing up, we just see mixed and black as this. Obviously, if you're black, you, if you're 100% black, you can't be mixed. But if you're mixed, we would thought that it's just, it, you can say mixed or black because, and the reason why is because again, my mom's experienced racism way more than I have. She's an olive-toned, light-skinned woman, mm. and the reason why I feel like this is important for me to get out to our black community that mixed and black are the same thing is because I feel like a lot of reasons why mixed people don't like that they're separated is because. When a police officer is chasing them down the streets, they would say, oh, I'm chasing a mixed race man. They'll say, I'm chasing a black man with mm-hmm. like, and he, you know, olive toe complexion. Mm-hmm. They will, these, like, these mixed, quote unquote, 50-50 people who look olive toe, you know, they may not look 100% black, but they don't look white anymore. Mm-hmm. They're now being separated. I feel like the reason they have that one drop rule, which I feel like, like William said, you shouldn't do. However, they have a reason to, just the same way darker skin people have a, reason to resent light-skinned people because of the favoritism xyz i feel like they have a reason to drop the mixed race statement and just say black because not that it's right but they have a valid reason because they're now also being like my mom racially abused more than sometimes the look at Meghan Markle, mm. and this lady is white not even compassed right this i have no idea she was mixed with half black you know what i mean <laughs> 
a deeper sense of racism than all of us put together have. Mm. And I feel like this is why a lot of mixed race people just say they're black because whether it's right or wrong, they're being racially segregated by white people just mm. to they may have a privilege that comes with it, but they they never ask for that. They're doing it. I don't know if it's right or wrong, but I see why, because they're being segregated. They're being called the N-word just as much as we are. And that doesn't mean that their struggles are the same as ours, because they have a privilege, but they don't look white anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's why I believe that until all people that are mixed 100% down to 25% or 50% black, I... I except as all for being black, we're never going to come together the way Caucasian people do. Like, could you imagine that Caucasian people having a colorism issue? Oh, you know no. what I mean? And I feel like, honestly and truly, growing up, it's, you know, like, I would never, you know, like, my mom and my, most of my siblings and my mom, most of my siblings are of olive tone complexion. Mm. So it it's to see, like, one time my sister put something up on Twitter about being pro-black, and my sister's not like me, who's, you know, opinionated X, Y, Z. And she got jumped on by, like, a lot of darker-skinned women from London and Birmingham, and she said that they were saying, say, oh, we can see your mixed race, your opinion doesn't count, I'm not being pro-black here. First of all, put put my hands on anybody that comes to my sister, but I'll do that after I get my degree. Second of all, I feel like this is what racism... This is what the white, the Caucasian people want. They yeah. put, they threw us in the water and they're letting the sharks attack us. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like we really I feel like it's important for us to acknowledge who's mixed with what. The same way I can meet you and be like, oh Lisa, what country from? Yeah, acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if somebody says they're black, you don't know their reason behind. Like I have a friend who's my problem for me, people telling me to just say I'm black, I I would I would love to identify as anything, but my problem is I feel like I'm lying because, first of all, my surname is a pure blood Irish name. Mm. Second of all, I had white family growing up, the black mm. family went around. Third of all, I can, you know, if you guys, were, not you, but if the black community want me to say I'm just black because I'm three quarters black, okay, that's great. But then if you meet somebody that's three quarters white, a quarter black, and they now say they're white, Dropping that quarter, you can't be upset because you yeah. asked me to do the yeah. same. And that's definitely picking who's mixed or not. Mm. No, a thousand yeah. percent. Like, sorry, Will, were you about to say something or? No, I was. I was. I just wanted to finish off on this point. There is, there is a, there's toxicity amongst the black community, and what's really unfortunate is it's not something that us as black people this is me including mixed race or you know yeah all of that it's not something that's been manifested amongst ourselves we didn't generate this this is something that has been brought upon us you know viewing each other as different people being given being sorry having selective privileges in certain circumstances that that's not something that we generated before the before the blending of black and white people during slavery all we knew was that that's black that's white regardless of how lighter in complexion or darker in complexion you are one was black one was white it was simple now having this sort of like middle ground of mixed of like a mixed race and mixed ethnicities it reinforces who can have power and who is more inferior and who is more superior we didn't generate that so we as a community need to get to a place where we abandon 
we abandon a policy and a rule that has been enforced upon us and start having more conversation and acceptance of even though like, I might be half white and half black I still identify as black and I have every right to identify as black if I feel like I want to identify as white sure I'll identify as white but there needs to be a mutual understanding and respect amongst all channels of black people regardless of your shade regardless of um your inter um, interracial identity that yeah mixed race people do suffer their own um adversities and do have their own forms of oppression but also they need to accept and and see that they have privilege as well i think that's where the annoyance for a lot of dark-skinned people is that light-skinned people mixed race people love to claim that oh yeah i'm struggling i go through adversities i experience racism but then also ignore the fact that oh yeah but i do have privilege (laughs) that's where the that's where the frustration i think a lot of it does come from you accept one but you don't want to accept the other when it's clearly there and it's visible there but that shouldn't cause us to dislike or hate each other or pick and choose who can who can be what but um if you don't mind i'm about to round up First of all, thank you so much, Bessa, for joining us in this conversation and being so raw and open with us, sharing your own personal stories and experiences. Um, I think I really like hearing people's stories because it, one, provides a more real-life experience to like all these other topics um, and people that we mentioned. So thank you so much for that. Big up your thing. Um, as well as for the rest of the host, you know I love talking to you guys. It's always good vibes positive energies um so yeah thank you everyone for listening to this episode of crisis talk let us know what you guys think as well do you feel like the black community picks and chooses what people they consider to be black or mixed race um share your personal stories with us you know i'm a bit of a nosy nosy parker so i'm always happy to listen um and also yeah like make sure you keep following us give us your feedback your feedback's always welcome and you can find us on all social media platforms at crisis talk um, Bessa, do you want to plug yourself with any socials or any works that you do? Um, you can just buy me on Instagram, Bessa Nolan. Please reach out, you know, everything like that. You know, just, just you know, you'll see on my page. Just, you know, support, love and everything like that. I'm actually thinking of starting a Black Excellence page, Black Excellence page on Instagram, but thinking of doing that once I've caught up my uni work. So, <laughs> follow my Instagram and you'll be able to keep up with that get that going and thank you so much everyone and thank you for your time we'll catch you next time on crisis talk